This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes. Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly Coming to you live from the Ziggurat at Omaha in caverns deep below the metro area. It is THN, cover to cover, for Saturday, October 16th. My name is Matt Baum. I have not had nearly enough coffee. So my penchant for violence is dialed way down this way. Oh, good. Uh, I'm the Internet's Joe Patrick, and I had my third COVID shot yesterday. And so um, my penchant for violence is also way down, but that's also because... I'd like to just roll into a ball and die. We're both in rare form. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's how it works. Every Saturday morning at 11 Central, Matt and I go live on our Facebook page and on Zoom to wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and of course, the question of the week live with you. Who are you? You're our listeners. That's you. Just like Joe said, this is a live show, so we need you to play along. You can jump into our Zoom. You can find that link. And I'm talking to you, Ethan, who was looking for it last week and couldn't figure it out. If you go to the Faces book and you click on our feed, there's a description. In the description, it talks about a bunch of the news, it lists the question of the week, and the link is there. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook Call Now button, or chat with us in the Facebook Live chat if you want to get in on the action. And if you can't do any of this live, leave us a message or send an mp3 to twitter at gmail.com. We'll play it on the show. And it can be about anything you want to talk about. This is your show to play with us. Joe Patrick, before we get into it, though, we got to set up some nerd news. All right. <clears throat> big old nerd news, too. Yeah, it's nerd news. You, like to, you go big and I go small. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so just off the top, uh, be prepared for potential discussion of uh, all of the current nerdy shows and movies that are out there. We're talking Doom Patrol, Why the Last Man, Venom 2, Titans, Stargirl, What If. Uh, we might not talk about them. We probably won't talk about them. We probably but won't. <laughs> just, But, you know. But you've been warned. If you've been warned. Up, you've been warned. Uh, also, DC Fandom is happening right now, and announcements are trickling in. So far, uh, we've got uh, a few tiny little fun things. Uh but uh, we're prepared for some uh, major stuff later on this weekend. But we're like you know, a Batman trailer. We're supposed to get a Batman Motorway. trailer. Stories that we're following this week are as follows. They go a little something like this. Uh, Adam Warlock has been cast officially for Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. Or what? Well, wait, Volume 3, right? That's how they yeah. say it. Volume 3 is what they call it. Right. They're clever like that. Uh, hey, remember the end of Guardians 2 where we saw the high priestess of uh, the Sovereign talking, talking to a large golden containment cartoon, 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 cartoon. <laughs> and she mentions the name. I think I shall call him Adam. Get ready, Adam Warlock fans, because Marvel announced that Will Poulter will be playing the Kirby creation, initially known only as him in the next Guardians film, Matt. We can't say we didn't see it coming, but are you at least a little shocked? I am at least a little shocked. They did Why? right they, out like, and they named him and everything. And part of me was just like, 
no. But the, like it was I, the it was the teaser in I the know. last movie. She calls him Adam. Yo, this is Adam Warlock we're talking about. It's like Aura McWilliams and four other people know who he is. Okay, I know it's true. It's so, that's I so only true. know who he is because I worked with some of those people. So <laughs> I am a little shocked. This is a whacked out cosmic character from some whacked out Kirby history here. The first time we met Adam Warlock, he showed up as him and he wanted to mate with Lady Sif and Thor was not into it. <laughs> and they had a big fight. He took off into space after that, met the High Evolutionary. High Evolutionary named him Warlock because he didn't know his name. And from there, he became crazy cosmic character, the God Slayer who would fight Thanos and all that stuff. It is a super wacky cosmic idea now we've seen guardians embrace even wackier ideas we had ego the living planet in the last one so yeah they live inside the head of a celestial james gunn is directing he's very talented we love the guardians movies i predict we are going to absolutely love adam warlock as ridiculous I, as I that have, sounds i have no yeah i mean right i have no compunctions about adam warlock showing right. up on screen it's going to be great uh will polter for those not familiar with the name he was one of the stars of the maze runner trilogy which was really um, good i liked all three of them no all right i've never seen them uh he was also in midsummer which is on my list of 43 oh, uh 43 yeah. horror movies for 43 years such a great horror movie and uh, he recently exited Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings series, uh, presumably to join the MCU, which yeah, we don't know. But the who timing can really was, who can really blame him? The timing was suspicious. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think Amazon's going to drop the ball there, but that's a different story. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean, like, if 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 you were like, I don't know if it was me and which the MCU, if the MCU came calling, I'd be like, fuck yes. Right. I'm not Renaissance Fair guy. So dressing up for three years of my life and spouting flowery elven dialogue, I'll watch it, but I'm Don't not. Get me wrong. I, I do love the Lord of the Rings. I it's just that like, yeah. You but if wanna, it, calls and says, hey, do you want to yes. come? You know, do you want to come play a cosmic superhero or do you want to? Yes. You're like, yeah, the answer <laughs> yes, is yes. I do. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it should be good and uh, good for Will Poulter. Yeah, he's great, by the way. He's very talented and he's a super good looking dude. He's He's almost a little too good looking, so his features are already weird enough that he can be strange space god. But right, he, he looks kind of unreal. Right, paint the guy gold. <laughs> Perfect. I'm heavy into this. Yeah. Joe Patrick Saga is coming back. Brian K. Period Vaughn. Just and when we were ready to kick the last bit of dirt into the coffin, I know the coffin. And, and Fiona Staples proved good things come back to those who wait. Two and a half years this week when they announced the return of the hit space soap opera saga at Image Comics with issue 55 hitting shelves this January. Joey, do you even remember what was going on in issue 54? This is uh, pre-pandemic. So a lot no, of I don't uh I haven't read it. I haven't read saga since like the mid-30s. I was uh, caught mid-20s, maybe. I am caught up. And I still have very little to no memory of what was happening in the book. Uh, I think some major things happened. I, I don't want to say any spoilers. Um, yeah. First of all, because I'm not 100% sure on the details. But I think some major things happened uh, to major characters. Yeah, they left off on a pretty heavy cliffhanger. Yeah. So it was. I don't think it was ever in doubt that saga was going to come back. I didn't think it would take two and a half. I think it year. was kind of in doubt. I think it seemed like maybe the creators might have wanted to move on. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I know that they didn't end the thing. Yeah. And they don't have 
they've given no reason for the hiatus either. They have confirmed this is only the halfway point for the story. They're planning on 108 issues total. Vaughn and Staples have also said no variant covers, no renumbering. We're just telling a story. Let's get back into it. I'm super excited to have Saga back. I am going to have to reread the last 10 issues, but it's totally worth it if you have not read Saga. It is arguably one of the best sci-fi comic books ever written. I, I don't think there's any question. I agree. I agree. And like at this point, I feel like I need to start Saga over from the beginning. Try to shotgun the 54 issues. Like 54 issue omnibus that I'm like, man, I I should just do it. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. I might do it right now. Yeah. And I I like that they have they have uh, two, maybe three. I think it's just two, actually. Um, Like really nice, uh, reasonably sized hardcovers, like the deluxe compendiums or whatever you call them. Those are nice, too. I just love the big, sexy. You know, I don't. I I know you don't. I can't handle omnibuses. They're dumb to buy. They're too hard to read. Oh, I love them. (laughs) Um, But yes, uh, Saga, when I was current, it was like it was definitely a a favorite. It's It's a fan favorite for sure. You know, I, I think that in recent months, uh, maybe in the last year or so, it was pretty uh, in vogue online to like talk shit about Saga. Like, it was. Yeah. Um, and yet, like, I know I saw a lot of those people being very, very excited about the hit coming back. Well, but um, I mean, like, the, it's like any soap opera. The people that watch it are the most critical. You yeah, know. I mean, it wasn't just necessarily that it was uh, not not necessarily critical of the story, but also like. Uh, about how they were never coming back and blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like now it's like, oh, Saga's coming back and it's real, and we've got cover art and uh, like an actual action plan, and people are losing their minds. So, yeah. hooray for Saga! <laughs> DC has announced that John Kent is coming out as bisexual. <laughs> Most news outlets reported this as quote, Superman is gay. Uh, sparking a small homophobic fire on the internet for 15 minutes where quote-unquote fans all but expose themselves as hate mongers that are not following the DC monthly Superman titles at all. Uh, nothing says I don't read the books like complaining about a character that you don't even know exists. Of course. Well, not to mention the fact like when a comic book that sells, I don't know, we'll say just over 100,000 issues a month gets 300,000 people angry. Like we're... Are you all of you just like reading it? Sure. Right. Exactly. Like what's going on? (laughs) Uh, For those of you paying attention or not paying attention, I guess, John Kent is the son of Superman and Lois. And after traveling to the future to hang with the Legion during the Brian Michael Bendis run, he's back and acting as Superman while dad travels to war world in space. Uh, Oh, and uh, hey, he's exploring his sexuality. He's a young, he's in his mid to late teens. That's what happens. Uh, Matt, has DC finally done it? Have they ruined Superman once and for all? Ah, well, it's not Superman, so shut up, everybody. I mean, he is okay. Superman. He yes, is Superman, he is he's, but he's not, he's but not every- the Superman that the people are complaining about. Yes, everybody's acting like Kal-El Superman that they grew up with is all of a sudden, like, going to show up wearing, like, you know, a feather boa and hot pants. <laughs> like, settle down, people. First of all, John Kent. He's a younger character. You can do whatever you want with him because he's right. blank slate. 
If he wants to explore his sexuality, that's fine. Does it mean he's gay? No. It means he's possibly bisexual, and we'll see what happens. Does that affect the character in any other way? No, because Jonathan Kent doesn't have, like, some womanizing past or some famous comic book girlfriend that gets erased. And even but, and who cares if he did? That's what I'm saying. Even if he did, that doesn't mean that people can't explore their sexuality. This is a quote from Tom Taylor, the writer. So I want you to listen to this. And if you're on the other side, you either believe that Tom Taylor is absolutely lying and pushing some secret agenda. But I don't know how you could be mad at this guy. He said, I've always said everyone needs heroes and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes. And I'm very grateful DC and Warner Brothers share this idea. Superman symbol has always stood for hope, for truth and for justice. Today, that symbol represents something more. Today, more people can see themselves in the most powerful superhero in comics. How is that bad motivation? How is that a bad thing? Because he's a guy. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. They announced this on National Coming Out Day as well, which was yeah, October of course 11th. they did. Very cool. I have no issues with this. No, of course not. It's it, it's it's wonderful news, and yeah. uh, John Kent is a great character. Like, look, if you want to complain that you would rather that DC had not aged John Kent up to teen years, Different. and so that he could remain a super son with Damien and all that. Different complaint. I get that. I understand that. Uh, criticism and I totally it's valid for the version of the character we have now I think it's wonderful um also Superman uh is a he's an alien you know John Kent is half alien and to imply to like try to apply normal earth sexual mores onto a character that's half alien is really stupid <laughs> like where were all these people coming out of the woodwork when uh I was just rereading I reread recently Annihilation and uh some of the tie-ins and like I didn't hear anybody complaining back then that Nova shacked up with like some uh, or Star-Lord shacked up with some tentacled beast right <laughs> it's like right. come on well yeah uh, was it female I don't know yeah right <laughs> where, I didn't know where we're I didn't you could see her tits I don't know yeah I, um but yeah no it's it's this is great and uh, just drown out the haters because that's just really stupid and just to take it a little further like while this is a good thing I think I'm saying this it is quite honestly the least interesting thing that's going on in the book. It's a good part of it. It is, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But there's some bigger things going on in John Kent's it's life. It's true. There's a lot of uh, desire out there right now. You know, we went through this stretch where it's like when we introduced a new character, the character's gay. Well, that's wonderful. Um, but there is a, there are other segments of the LGBTQ community that are looking for representation. We've gotten some in sure. the form of trans characters. Um, uh, bisexual characters uh, as well deserve representation and are bisexual people. Uh, and I think it's wonderful that uh, DC is doing this and Tom Taylor is doing this. He's met uh, he's met that this new uh, this new kid that runs the um, the news blog, right. uh, the pink haired the pink haired kid. And um, he's basically the newsboy legion for the modern day. Sure, yeah, why not? Totally. And but yes, no, I, I I think you're totally right. I I think that in the past, like well intentioned, certainly attempts have been made, not always made in the best way. Right. Um. I think that with a character like John Kent, who is essentially a blank slate. Yeah. He doesn't have a, a decades long past. There's nothing to like retcon. Like he's, we've seen him literally age from childhood. Yeah. And like, this is a normal progression of a person's life and there ain't a thing wrong with it. 
yeah. kudos to everybody involved. Oh, in other news, if you don't think dad will be back as Superman real fast, you haven't been reading comics for very long. Have Again, you? well, he's no. he's got his own book. He's got his own book. He's still Superman. He's just Superman in space. Right. Oh, every Kudos to everybody involved, uh, except for uh, current Superman son of Kal-El colorist Gabe Eltabe who outed himself as a misogynistic homophobic shitbag. Oh, neat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was some tweets surfaced that are uh, his responses to uh, some other creator. Oh, he responded to uh, John Malin, who uh, went full-blown comics gate uh, a year or so ago and uh, talking about how he raised his son to be no, to be a macho man. No feminists right. in my house. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just, Get out of town with that yeah, shit. You're just going to hit them with the belt until they're not gay. Yeah, That's no. what my parents did, you know? <laughs> Screw you. It's true. All right. Let's set up a question of the week. Let's open these damn phone lines. Remind these kids. What are we asking? This week's question is a throwback from the earlier days of the forums. It was submitted by Black Scorpion the Three. He's talking about Kirby Crackle. The king had his dots. But I know you've all spotted some artistic signature move that you love. What's the signature move that you geek out over? JD, you were first in line, so I'm letting you in first. How are we today? And uh, what do you got for us? Let's wrap. I'm good. I'm good. Um, question of the week to start off with. Uh, I don't know if this counts, but uh, for me, the artistic kind of trick that I like is uh, whenever David Aja does like infograms. Oh, yeah, certainly. Absolutely. Totally yeah. You know, we were talking last week about rereading the Fraction Aja run of Hawkeye and that mm-hmm. he used it to a really good effect in a couple of ways. Like one, the cover of number one, where he shows the like how to shoot a bow yeah. thing in the bottom right corner. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, um, of course, the, the pizza dog issue. Yes. Uh, so ex- explain infograms for people who don't know. The, also, the one where he he goes deaf and they do the sign yeah. language issue. Yeah. 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 Yeah, wait, it's like this almost instructional, like, yeah, diagram style artwork. Like, I always picture, like, with the thing they hand you in the plane where it shows you how yeah. to like, put the thing over your <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah, it's like a cover, your, cover yourself, yeah. then your kid's mouth because kids aren't worth as much as adults' lives and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that, though, right? I don't right. know. This isn't breaking news. Yeah, I mean no. they're they're half the size, they're half the value. Right. I love when he does that stuff, though. Yeah. And they were so good too because it sort of gave. Again, we talked about how Hawkeye has been a prickly character <laughs> for a long time. We just talked about it this week on our right. Cosmic Longbox episode. Hawkeye's pretty famously a jerk, so it was nice to see them do little humorous things like that to make us actually like the character. Well, and that, oh, yeah. and, that and that sign language. Uh, issue was so cool because it was yeah. like you talk about inclusion and yeah, yeah you know that was really important to a lot of people i think to see that especially in the aspect of you know they didn't translate any of that sign language no like you just had to figure it out through context context yeah new sign yeah. language yeah i think uh, i think that there was uh, since he was only mostly deaf like they had panels where characters were talking to him yeah or he was trying to read lips yep and yeah. uh, you nice. would you would see like nothing 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 and then like one word so it was all context clues uh and and visual storytelling and it was yeah really really well done very yeah. cool. definitely definitely counts uh, by the way. 
So uh, just to talk, touch on some of the news, and th- I'm not a DC guy, so, but I do find it interesting that so John Kent and Tim Drake both came out as bi within what a month of each other. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I'm not criticizing at all. I'm just saying if they wanted to redo Super Sons, that's a totally different book now. Totally, but I will say, Tim, <laughs> we don't know. Tim said, "I want to explore this and see." Right. No, man, like, yeah, he just we'll see. Yeah, they're not going to have him explore it and then go back on it. Like Tim Drake is bisexual. That's I'm just, saying we, that could be really interesting if they but were. Like, it's not. If, that's not what they're like, going to do. They're not I going to explore this. But I don't have those feelings, and that's okay too. That, right, right. That's, yeah, I understand what you're saying as a storytelling perspective, but they're not going to tease inclusion and then revoke inclusion. They, oh. they, they just won't do it. Right. I mean, that's, that's a valid story to tell. And that's definitely representative of some people's experiences. I right. don't think that's the place to tell it. Like you can, you can say that, Oh, I don't have feelings for this specific person. Right. Uh, but that doesn't mean I don't have feelings. You know, I'm not interested in those feelings or on acting on those feelings with somebody else. I don't know. We'll see you with Tim, but I also don't think Tim is news, like someone in a Superman costume doing it. <laughs> because no one's going to be like, Tim Drake is gay. They made Batman gay. Like, okay, back up. No. <laughs> like he was Yeah. I mean, Robin. but I mean, Robin, like it, Robin is a household name. Right. Uh, right. So, I mean, it, it's news of a different kind. And like, not as certainly not as like earth shattering as saying right. Superman is gay. It's not as, as good of a news uh, sound bite. Right. But um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, all of these people coming out of the woodwork, like you don't know who John Kent is. You don't even have you like you don't even know that John Kent is a thing. Right. So shut up. And like all week, I I bet we felt like what doctors and scientists feel like when they see medical coverage in the news and they're just. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's not even like not even medical coverage on the news. It's when it's like. Somebody's somebody's aunt's blog, right? Right, is like I heard you have to inject the metformin directly into your eyeballs, into your tear ducts. Even a lot of these news, even a lot of the news stories that metformin is not the right drug. Like Superman is gay. DC announced Superman is gay in the pages of Superman. Superman's kissing a boy. Gay. Next up, we've got this. Like, okay, hold on. (laughs) There's a little more to the story here, guys. Take it easy. Metformin is not the drug I was referring to. I meant ivermectin. Sorry. Gotcha. The horse, the, the horse drugs. Right. So, uh, Matt, I wanted to ask, uh, are you are you staying current with Vampire the Masquerade? No, I've fallen far behind. Okay, Way far behind. There's just we've just started a new story arc called I think called Winter's Thaw or something like that. And uh, they've introduced uh, werewolves. So oh, OK. And that was that's always part like werewolf, uh, werewolf, the what's it called? Werewolf, the big werewolf, the apocalypse, werewolf, the apocalypse. That was the other side of the werewolf bar mitzvah. Yeah. (laughs) Werewolf (laughs) becoming men, men becoming wolves. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky, scary. No, I'm way behind. I need to catch up. Definitely. Because I did really enjoy that book. And it's it's really good. And I, I love the fact that the, the story is just taken turns I didn't expect. And it's just really, it's a, it's a fun book. And it's uh, still it's, Tim Seeley, right? Yeah. So it's, well, it's still Tim Seeley and it's still Teeny Howard. They're still doing okay. two stories per, per issue. Cool. Yeah. I will definitely have to catch up on that because yeah, I, I do like the world that they are playing in for sure. I think outside of the big, well, outside of Marvel, it is the, the book I look forward to the most. 
Nice. At least until wow. we get Saga back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until we get Saga back, which, man, it's about goddamn time. JD, you got anything else for us? Or should we? I got a bunch of people in line here. Well, just real quick, I just wanted to say we were talking about fraction storytelling. The other one that I've been really big into that comes out really slow is Adventure Man. Yeah, Adventure Man is so good. I need to but get caught up on that. It's oh my so God. slow that I kind of want to do what you're talking about, Joe. I want to go back and just reread all the issues in a shotgun, you know? Well, luckily for you, there aren't that many. <laughs> yeah, I know. But- <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, it. it's just that art process, I think, is really intense yeah. and takes some time. And yeah. they get to it when they get to it. It's a creator-owned book. Why can't right. I say the name of the artist? I'm drawing a complete blank. Terry Dotson. It's not Thank that you, intense. Terry Dotson. It's Terry Dotson. The guy's been drawing comics for 30 years. Yeah, but it's, I don't think Terry Dotson's Dotson. fast. Uh, yeah, I mean, t- it's usually Terry and Rachel Dotson are usually, yeah. Yeah. like, she, I think, is his anchor. But I also think they probably get make most of their money on cover work right now so they get to yeah. the other stuff that doesn't make a lot of money when they get to here it. we are matt bomb is out here outlining the dotson's financial situation you don't know anything about their careers i could tell you they're making more off doing covers for marvel and dc than they are off their image owners. well that might be <laughs> true well, i don't know like they they're they've lined up with a fraction though so i don't know that i would say that i would normally say that's true for most image creators but maybe Maybe, yeah. Right, between between this week's episode and this, I hate it when mom and dad fight. So you guys need to make up, okay? <laughs> uh, no, people love it when we fight. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I, I think it's. Uh, you know, I think it's good quality radio. JD, <laughs> good to talk to you. We'll talk to you All soon, right. buddy. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye, bud. Good morning, Brian Domingos. How are we today? Good morning. Happy werewolf bar mitzvah season. Thank yeah, it's my favorite you. time of time of the fall. It's the best, right? We've it's been so I, cold in my apartment right now. I love it. I haven't watched any werewolf movies yet for my spooky season viewing. I did watch Halloween Kills last night, though. I watched the very first Halloween last night. The very first the, Halloween is one of my all time first time ever films. I, I know, Joe. That Joe, it's so it's so brave of you to to attack all these things that you have never seen before. And kind I, of a, I'm on a journey. Know, I tell you, my I, friend. I do not like spooky behavior in any way. So I, I, I can't handle it. So, uh, even that midnight mass show was too much for me. I said, oh, really? You know, I mean, midnight mass did get a little, there, there, there are, um, yeah, it was like, ooh, 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 ooh. like yeah, no, thank you. the idea. You know, people getting <laughs> yanked into things. I'm like, no, yeah. thank you. Not, not oh, my love thing. It. Uh, and I, I, and I tell you what, I followed that up by watching, uh, Mike Flanagan's first show, The Haunting of Hill House, and it is way scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Hill House is great. It, it is very good. Yes, The Haunting of Bly Manor, boring. It was super boring. Right. Not Brian's bad. not going to watch any of them though. <laughs> I can believe that because Midnight Mass. Um, <laughs> as far as stories go, um, get out of here. So, I thought it was excellent. All one, right, one, all right. I'll I'll call into that podcast. Um, okay. One thing I did think that's was, the Midnight uh, Mass cast. Yeah, <laughs> the Midnight Mass cast uh, with a uh, Hempish Herschel or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> yeah, the right. uh, um, one spooky thing that um, I did like that is like so creepy and so great is uh, the Arkham City: The Order of the World by Dan Waters and uh, yeah, it was, it was artist good. called Danny. It is so creepy and so yeah. like it's it's really great and seeing having Danny have time to do the work. Um, I think really pays off because that coffin bound book, that first issue was so fantastic. And you get to issue five and it's like sketchy as shit. And she oh, just really? doesn't, you know, oh, really? mm. she, yeah, it just starts to fall apart of like, oh. 
you know, it looks like bad Frank Miller and that like, yeah, you know what I'm trying to draw. It's like, yeah, he sort of, I sort of know the, you know, the negative space kind of thing. But um, Frank Miller, when but, he got drunk and started drawing with his feet, that Frank Miller. I like the, 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 the Sin City stuff where he drew with his feet was still pretty good. But the, it was. Uh, but I'm talking you know. like drunk feet draw. <laughs> well, he, he was like, I could do this. I could do this drunk with my eyes closed. It's like, not both. You yeah. you thought you could, maybe in your younger days. Yes. Um, but I thought that book was really impressive. And she also did that um, that Miracle Molly like one shot. Um, oh, did she? Where it's kind of the origin, which I don't really care about that character, but it's very kind of cool, cyberpunky. Um, yeah. feeling like she's her stuff is so good and I'm, I'm always looking for whatever new thing she's working on because it's 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 a pleasant surprise when she has time and a good colorist um, i don't understand what's going on in that in tinian batman story at all i have no clue and i tried i was like after i read fear state alpha i was like okay maybe i missed a bunch or maybe this is in future state or leading up to future state i'm just going to read a few issues of batman they look amazing the art is incredible yeah the art's really great i i honestly look like a batman book it looks insane the story is out of control buck wild nuts i I don't even understand who miracle molly is in this group she runs around with like yeah in the future are they like new gods or something there, I don't he, there's there's some like I, I i'm at the point with tinian where i'm like i like go to Substack and disappear i'm yeah. good like he because he all you know I, I see i read all the bleeding cool things where they steal all this content and put it on there of what uh Tinian's right. talking about where he's doing he's doing is like well you guys don't know how i suffered at dc it's like ah, man, man, man. did wah, you, wah, 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 did wah, you suffer at dc writing the highest selling book uh on in the market come on the, um, that, that ended up getting you this huge gig. So, um, where they're paying yeah. you money to just do what, you know, to whack, to wank off over there. So I'm, well, I'm okay. at the, uh, that's not to say that we don't know what kind of editorial pressure he's going under. You know, I mean, like, come on, I, I'm now, I don't want to listen to him cry either because yeah, you had, there's plenty of people with way worse jobs than yes, you. Yeah. I mean, right? I, like there's, there are things at every job and, sure. but yes, don't, don't come at me with this. Like, what was me? Yeah. I wrote Batman for like, four years. Shut up. Right. It's not yeah, like you were charged with a Batman Scooby-Doo, you know, team up or some shit. Well, look, that probably would have been better. Probably would have been an easier gig. Maybe. But then meanwhile, the story is, as you said, kind of incomprehensible. Yes. So it's like, okay, like they didn't let me, you know, I, I really couldn't soar. It's like, well, maybe they weren't wrong because this is not anything like this. Yeah, is, I don't know. I don't you know, know if, there's, if he's rushing his way out the door or because this is it's just so the tone is so violent. It doesn't feel rushed, though, is the thing. That's is that the it other thing. It feels yeah. like it's like like you've heard us talk about it on the show, Brian. It's like we can't make heads or tails of what is future state, what is fear state, and what yeah. the difference is, other than yeah. who's Batman at the time. And, and it's like where, it's completely unclear. It's place, even. Yeah. I yeah, I I heard your your review of that uh gorgeous um Olivier Coipel um first issue of that yeah, I am Batman. And it was gorgeous. Yes. It was and I, I I went back and I read like zero through two and I mean they were that was a beautiful issue. Um, mm-hmm. It is, I, I think trying to make, put this content that they already had produced into context by giving years to it yes. was the mistake, you know, because yes, I, I don't, agree. I think I am Batman happen, is happening right now. You know, like it, it is in this weird, like Bruce Wayne is gone because in the, in the, it, cause it kind of fits in with the, the detective book which right. is, all, but that also is like not the, 
headlining books. So there's, right. there is the marketing stuff is like all over the place and what they're doing. And, yeah. um, but it is really confusing of like, cause I'm, you know, paying attention to it. And I'm like, I think this is where this is. And I right. think this is where this and, fits. And, and, I, they, and I would have, and I would have been like, you know what? Okay, fine. I am Batman is taking place right now. Bruce Wayne has disappeared. So people think Batman is dead. He's a prison, actually a prisoner of the scarecrow. I got it. And then they said, Batman's been gone for six years. It's like, no, nope. well, it, it blew said, it. <laughs> it said no one's seen him in six years, which is like the wrong line of dialogue. It is. It, it really is. Because yes. when you re- you said that, I was like, oh, am I wrong? Like, am I is my timeline like? Because I read all those like other like you know the next Batman fill in you know kind of digital stories, right. um, and then I read that, and it's like, well, that's that's it's a little bit of like he's gone now because of fear state, but also he's he's a myth. Yeah, you know, like yeah. That and that's like, missing. and that's where my head went. Like my head, my my brain made that leap that wasn't actually in the text, right? Like yeah. my brain was like, "Oh, they're just being, uh, you know, they're being hyperbolic. They're saying no one's seen Batman in six years because he operates in the shadows. Nobody really right. exists." Blah blah blah. Um, but then he turns around and he says, "I just want people to know Batman's not dead." Right. Well, that, that oh, like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know. I was anyway, we, like we yeah, could, no. we could, we could rag on Batman forever. But yes, I agree. Like, I'm, I'm ready for, I'm ready for this new era to begin with Joshua Williamson, I even, totally if, am, even if it is only temporary. Yeah, I, um, it feels, it does feel very like flashback because they're doing like a uh, Batman Incorporated kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think it's sort of a story from the the past, like a fill-in story from the past. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if by March there was a new writer or something yeah. but uh, and um, they, uh, they announced uh they just announced this week that they're doing that weekly story in uh detective for the first three months of 2022 yeah and it's gonna have a world's finest backup story by Mark Wade and Dan Mora and it's just like this is the sa- this is the salve that I need on the burns that <laughs> well, me you, so yeah because there was there was some spec you know speculation of like what is this but in the the DC direct, as I read it last night, it does say that this is that leads into the new series. So there is going to be Hooray. an ongoing okay. book, um, which is fun. Um, so last thing, my um, question of the week answer um, for um, I like JD's answer because that's a that, that's a good little tick that he does. Um, it took me a long time to, to kind of come around on this guy, but I love like Kelly Jones, Batman. Yeah, I, I know the stories are like. Yep. Usually like kind of nonsense, but like even those 90 ones where like, I like, I love the cape wrinkles. I love the giant ears. I love the fact that he looks like a, like a specter. Like he just, he looks like, and it's not even like, he doesn't look like a nightmare, but he just looks like a, what is that? You know, what is that thing coming? He looks like a demon. He's he's all and hunched over and he's got gigantic pointy ears. His cape is like a mile long. It's, and it's like, and they talk about McFarlane in the cape. It's like, no, no, no. Kelly Jones. Kelly Jones knows exactly what he's doing. And then there's those fun issues from the nineties where he's driving the Batmobile, which is like this tiny little car. It's like, it's got like a, it's like this ridiculous, I, I, I can't really, I can't find what issue it is, but it's like, it almost has like, it looks like a go-kart with like a dome on it, like a green (laughs) light up dome. And he's just like, like, it's like the monster mobile. Like he's cranking along driving this little thing. And it's like, that is like such a great fun, like non bat God Batman. Like let's see him doing something spooky. 
you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Like that is, yeah. it's very fun to see that. So I, I love when Kelly Jones is on a Batman book. I'm like, this is, this isn't going to make any sense. Put me down for the collection because I want to be able to look through <laughs> 140 <laughs> pages of Kelly Jones later. But, and I have like, um, I have, I own all three of those Batman vampire runs, like red rain and whatever, yeah. you know, which they're, and you know what? They're bad. <laughs> they are bad. Yeah. I, I remember like, and that's the thing, like as a kid, I was like, oh, I know I'm supposed to read these. And I read, you know, like Barnes and Noble or something. And I was like, right. these aren't very good. Like I'm not, no. I don't know why, but it's like, you I love just let you let him wash over you. You yes. just, you, you know what you're signing up for and he's going to kick your ass every time. And yeah. that's I that, like, so, and anything he's always doing, I'm like, yes, Kelly Jones. What? Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. He's Kelly a horror so, master. I love those, Kelly Jones. Those cowards should just let him draw Batman uh, with his ridiculously long cape flowing out of the back of the Batmobile. I know. Right? Because there's no room for it in the car. Right. And it would be right? It's just like, like, it oh, would be like, look, like, there's like, there's like, like flames are coming out of the back of that thing, you know, but like, it's just like part of the effect, man. Batman's right. cape trails behind oh. his car. Yeah, it gets sucked into the engines of the Batwing. Like, obviously, yeah. like, this is, <laughs> you know, like he's, he's just constantly like putting on new capes and he's, you know, wrinkling it and pulling it closer, like, and he's right. you know, oh, get caught on barbed wire, stuck on fire, yeah. you know, like fire. Well, I mean, that's just it, guys. You, <laughs> you guys are obviously glossing over the fact that Batman is the most highly skilled person in so many forms of combat. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, uh, protection and, and martial arts. And one of them is. Uh, how to handle, you know, cape wrangling. Yeah, cape wrangling, right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Can you him like scooting around through like corners of things and not tripping on his cape? Like, he's <laughs> right. gonna hike it up like a wedding dress. <laughs> right. Like, he's like holding it up and running. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's yep. trying to he's trying to spring into action through a skylight or whatever, and Robin's <laughs> accidentally standing on it. Yeah. No, she she holds it like you know the flower girl, like hold the train yeah. while he jumps in because <laughs> he's got you know. Yeah. He's yeah. Awesome. I love Brian, it. Brian, good to talk to you, man. <laughs> Kelly Jones is the best. Have a good yes. day. Bye, Brian. <laughs> uh, in the chat, Adam Wednesday says, all of this Batman talk and not one mention of the Batman who laughs coming back in the Fortnite one-shot foundation. <laughs> what are we even doing here? <laughs> we dropped the ball. I'm sorry, Adam. John Tiverdick mentions Kelly Jones covers made Nightfall seem way better than it was. And he is 100% right. Yeah, that's all. Is not good. No, <laughs> it's it not good. Really. It really isn't. We we explored that like a while ago on the show, where we dug into it, like how it happened and how heavy editorial was and why it got there and how they ended it two years early because <laughs> everyone was so mad. Frank Cirillo, get in here, talk to hey. us. How are you, buddy? Hey, good. How you guys doing? Good, oh, Frank. Good, good, good. I'm good. I'm good. We're uh, you know enjoying this muggy Saturday weather in New York. It's very humid today. <laughs> I don't know what's up. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's a really humid day. I don't know what's up. It's well, it's like 70 degrees and it's going to rain. So just the humidity is really thick. Uh, Anyway, hey, I wanted to talk to, uh, you know, I I was screaming at the article about Superman being gay. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Could you just read? Just read. And then you'll know that what you're talking about. I, I just I hate the overreaction. I really do. The overreaction from people and the media to changing times i mean yes and what what gets me though is you go back this goes everywhere like oh you know the new when discovery came out oh that's not star trek and then all of a sudden it was star trek and then you know now i guarantee you when oh uh, i don't know if you i know you don't watch uh lower decks but they had a very uh let's just call it revealing episode of lower decks um it was it was a holodeck thing 
and it was hilarious. But the the internet was like, oh, this isn't Star Trek. This isn't Star Trek. You know, what has Star Trek become? I'm like, come on, guys. It's like this, first of all, this is just A, satire, and B, comedy on top of it. It's supposed to be funny. Like, I look at, I look at it like this. People who like, people who want to see, like, um, like they, they love next generation and they want to see more next generation watch lower decks. Cause that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, it, people who want new star Trek watch discovery. Cause that's what you're going to get. Yeah. You know, lower decks is absolutely, you know, everyone was, everyone's saying like, Oh, you know, the Orville is what we all wanted from star Trek, a, a new star Trek reboot. And sure. It was great. I loved the show. It was very funny too, but guess what? It was the Orville and that's where yeah. that is. There right. you go. Right. Well, and Im- imagine being upset about progressive ideas in of all things Star right. Trek. Like, have yeah. you not been exactly. attention? Like, do you not know what the show is about? Right, right. Get out of here. <laughs> it bugs me so much. So but, much. Uh, like, not to violently switch gears, but how about oh, that ahead. disco season uh, four trailer? Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Now, Holy I'm going to, I'm, I'm, oh, put, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm saying. Like my comment on on Paramount Plus's website was, uh, "Vijer, is that you?" Vijer, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> basically listen. We I have so. not God, gone I back. So. <laughs> I hope so too, man. I really oh. hope it's Vijer because I'm like, look at the show. Okay, now if you if you go back and look at the conceptual art from Star Trek: The Motion Picture, mm-hmm. Vijer looks like a giant iris, like an eyeball. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's got that almond shape to an eye, and I'm and that's exactly what the anomaly looked like. And I'm going, yeah. oh my god, they're gonna go back to Vijer. I can't wait. I hope so. Because like, oh. why not? It's one of those things that we never really explored ever again outside of Star Trek: The Motion Picture, right? You know, right. like, why not? Yeah. Let's have some fun with that. I mean, and, I, I, I'm pumped, man. I like, I, yeah, I love that show yeah, so yeah. much. I love it so much. I, I, yeah. I love how they've sidestepped. Like, okay, so spoilers first. <laughs> season spoilers three. for the season two cliffhanger. Season oh, okay. Three opener. Um, like, I love how they sidestep that whole criticism of, well, how come we've never heard of this before? Oh, a thousand years in the future. Yeah. You know, like they're like, <laughs> right. how come right. we never know Spock had a sister? Oh, now I, like yeah. we know now we know. We know why we've never heard of Discovery. Why why we right. like it's been kept secret that Spock had a sister and it fits perfectly. Yes. And this like the idea, like this future version of Starfleet where they're like uh of the Federation where it's like mm, things aren't great. Uh, things aren't great anymore. Um, right. and, and I think that is so um, awesome, like especially from a historical perspective, because like there have been these societies, these huge societies, right? That uh, with uh, like the Roman Empire, the sun will never set on the Roman Empire. Right. Uh, until the sun totally right. went supernova on the Roman Empire. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and like, I think that's such a great um twist on exploring that star trek yeah uh mm-hmm. those star trek themes because yeah, even though definitely it's worst and most dangerous and most universe threatening the federation was still always firmly in control and like yeah don't worry about yeah, it the right. federation will be there we, we, we are all de- this yeah. is like the federation is doing what they can but they're really on the ropes and they're not what they used to be we've never had a show well like yeah that. and it's like, right. it's, it's like it's oh fantastic. yeah oh oh don't don't we don't talk about we don't talk about alien race x anymore we're not friends anymore yeah. Yeah. right like, okay well okay uh, and then oh and i like 
my heart leapt into my throat when uh, I saw that freaking Ferengi. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I love the Ferengi. It's such I a small, it. it's such a small thing, but I was like, Oh, it's a Ferengi. And then there was that woman that looked like a Cardassian, but not, yeah, she's like, but, but not quite Cardassian. She's like, human Bajoran and Cardassian. Yeah. Oh, see, I so, thought maybe she was Bajoran and Cardassian. Uh, yeah. She's, uh, she's mixed. three. She's like three. I was reading a little bit about it. Love it. Love it. But again, it like, so and that's the thing, like also a thousand years from now. Yeah. Right. Races will look totally different. Right. Uh, right. And you like, know. I, I just love it. I love it. Yeah. And it also, it goes to the pe- people freaking out over the Ferengi, the look of the Ferengi. I'm like, Shut excuse, up. excuse me. Yeah. People have got about oh, the Klingons too when they change Klingons. And like, personally, I think the new Klingons are I love so them. much scarier. And yeah, scarier. Oh, yeah. Sure. oh, yeah. Well, and, oh, yeah. I, and I also like, like, they also explained that. Why do these Klingons right. look different? Because of this. And when the right. Klingons, when the Klingons uh, came back in the second season, they're like, yeah, they're kind of embracing the, you know, they're embracing uh, tradition or whatever, and they're yeah. starting to grow their hair back out, and blah. Yeah. That's like, awesome, perfect. That's well, all like, I needed. I loved that, that it. Generation where like they were looking at old footage of like the original, yeah, the original the Klingon. Klingon. <laughs> and yes. Riker's like, what's what's that about? And Warp right. like, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> Which I also love. Like it's yeah, fine. You don't have to explain everything that they change. You know, like yes. whatever. It, um, it was it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it, and I I cannot wait until this season starts in like two weeks. Yeah, so not even. You know, it's like next week. No, I think it's next oh, week. I, I thought it was November. Like, is it am November? I, am I, wrong I thought it was. That? I thought it was August. I'm sorry. I thought it was October. Was we could check on this stuff. Oh, well, I we wish. Were in, the, we're in the middle of chat. We're talking. Uh, Somebody in the in the Facebook chat. Do this work. I'm, I'm googling you guys. Can Frank, you're... it is good. Right. Wait, wait. Oh, I want to give you my more. answer before I go. Yeah, let yeah. me give you my answer. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. answer is it, my favorite thing. George Perez's rocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. right. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. That dude draws <laughs> very distinctive like, rocks. Oh, yeah. That guy right? loves to draw rocks. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, guys. Have uh, a great Star day. Trek Discovery, November 18th. <laughs> there we go. November awesome. 18th. Oh, November 8th. Okay. We'll scream right, about cool. it right Looking here. Looking forward to it. Frank. Can't wait. Excellent. Me too. Damon Chan, get in here, man. How are you today? Whoops. I accidentally tried to chat at him. Where'd he go? There he is. I'm asking to unmute you, sir. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, hey, here. Hello, guys. All right. So quickly, I have a uh, answer to the question of the week. Let's do um, it. So I, I hope this counts. Uh, Steve Ditko's absolute use of uh, psychedelic imagery in yes. yeah, pretty much a lot of his comics, especially Doctor Strange. Yes. But, and even I think there were some comic uh, covers with uh, Nick Fury where he did like those weird little swirly things. Oh, uh, that's Jim Steranko, yeah, but, that's, yeah, oh, but yeah. similar. Yeah. Uh, like uh, Steve Ditko, absolutely with the, with the crazy like dimensional interdimensional yep. backgrounds in his, in his, uh, oh, yeah. in his work for sure. 100%. He yeah. loved it because they were all jacked up when they were doing that. Oh stuff. yeah. They were, they were taking <laughs> everything that was Steve, available. I didn't mean, I don't think Steve Ditko was cause he's a certain, he's a different kind of sort of guy, but Maybe um, yeah. But I mean, it certainly was that time. It was yeah. that time, yeah. right? I'm sure he could draw some inspiration from some of his uh, contemporaries. Yeah, there you go. That. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I also want to talk real quick about uh, Doom Patrol season three, which I finally caught up on. It okay, is oh, nice. so fun <laughs> so far this season. Um, I'm two episodes in because I just finally caught up on season oh. two. I didn't realize how far behind I was on season two. Eight. And- God, I loved it. I yeah. love season two so much. And season three, they're just like, it feels like season two, they hit their stride. Mm-hmm. We're like, all right, 
we got it. We now we're not just like leaning into weird. We're telling weird stories. Yeah, I think season one they were like maybe. Uh, Let's see how people react. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, well, and then when like, everybody weird, like you know? universally adored Doom Patrol season one, they were like, "Okay, right. great, we're gonna go all let's in. <laughs> let's punch it and yep. uh, embrace it." And yeah, it's a wonderful show. Wonderful. And now season three, it seems like we're back to okay. Now we can have some fun. Oh we, yeah, they are got through, like last season was all therapy. Yep, the mm-hmm. entire thing was all therapy for every character, and it yep. was great. I yep. loved mm-hmm. it. And, and now they, they're like, okay. We get it. We're a family. We're all screwed up. Let's have some fun here. Yeah, no, no. And they've been coming over like the thing with uh, with Niles Calder. Which I think they kind of resolve some of that, but there's but he's always like lingering, kind of like in the background of all of their issues this yeah. season so far. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Michelle Gomez as um, as I think Lady Rogue or uh, Laura Demille. You'll, you'll kind of uh, you'll kind of see what she's about uh, later if you haven't you know gone that far. But wait, is she supposed to be Madame Rouge? Yes. Or Madame Rogue? Yes, actually. Oh, wow. I mean, they announced <laughs> I did that. not know that. So, That's great. Yeah, they announced that before the season, but we didn't know what iteration or how she was going to be played. And the way they did her this season, especially how she's involved with um, another group that's actually was in the, um, well, do you know what the Brotherhood of Donna from the from the, from uh, the comic? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have an iteration of them this season, which has been utterly fascinating so far. And this last episode, especially, that kind of ties them to um, some organizations they've been, I, I don't want to say too much, but it, they they have a tie to some of the previous organizations they've introduced on Doom Patrol so far. So, um, it's, but she's like, oh, she is a oh, force yeah. of nature this there season. There it is, right there, Madame Rouge. Yeah, correct. Awesome. Yeah. She, I remember she, seeing that she was going to join the show and I'm like, good. They're just, they're not, here we go. Let's get into it. They're not. Oh, yeah. Like we are, like, we know that they're doing the Monsieur Milan, the brain, like, yeah. like, heck yeah. Uh, Gargoax, the, is yes. the weird, like green guy. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want Gargoax episode and I don't want to spoil it at all, but that was one of my most favorite episodes this season. Like in terms of how they, I'm not going to say he's definitely, I'm going to say this. He's definitely not like who he's portrayed in the comics. But somehow they made it better in the sense of like, you know, they have these weird characterizations they've added like to some of the characters do patrol. They did the same thing with him and his little uh, red assistant, which I don't remember if he was in the book or not. But um, I will say that his episode involves them being on vacation and him oh, also nice. being on vacation. And I'll leave it at that. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah, but it was, it was real fun. But yeah, you guys should definitely catch up on that. And Yeah, um, I, need, I need to for sure. I'm working my way through it. I'm also like trying to finish supernatural too because i skipped oh like four seasons so i could finish the oh last man season. i was like i just gotta live it with everybody oh my god <laughs> so my, I, my wife when uh, she heard that show was still going on she's like oh my god i thought they ended like five seasons ago I'm like it did you know it ends every season where it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> it definitely did but they're like nope we're making more <laughs> they, they met god and everything like that i'm like i, oh, yeah. I stopped i think after that season <laughs> just like um, uh and- yeah it's like it, 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 supernatural is so funny because uh they, I feel like they hit what they thought would be a stopping point, and mm-hmm. then the show kept getting renewed. Yeah, so like they hit a point where like, well, we can't really raise the stakes anymore because they killed the devil. Yep. <laughs> um, but Pretty I high. guess there's a new devil. I guess we're just gonna ha- give. There's just a new devil, right? And they're like, <laughs> okay, sure, there's the new devil. Well, if we already know that they can beat the devil, how about angels? Okay, yeah, yeah great. Uh, the angels are oh. angels are dicks. We'll make them the bad guys. All right, great. All right. Well, how about God's 
sister. <laughs> all right, sure. God's sister. sister, great. Sure. <laughs> um, all right. Well, they be God. Okay, how about God? Let's just do God. It's like okay, great, 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 great. Yeah, got it. Um, and uh, but yeah, I love that show so much. I know that people don't. Are uh, people the, people are kind of divided about the finale, um, which I, I obviously don't want to spoil for Matt, but. Um, uh, I love that show. I loved it. I loved it from start to finish, from the day it aired to the day mm-hmm. it ended. And yeah. uh, it's yeah. one of my favorites. Even the ba- even the bad seasons are still fun. Even the bad seasons are yeah. still fun. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, the the super the the Scooby Doo uh, Jonathan Galliano in the chat brings up the the Scooby Doo crossover episode, which is something that sounds so stupid on paper, but one hundred percent works oh in the context of the show. And I loved it when they did stuff like that, where they kind of like broke the, yeah, uh, they broke the genre. Like the uh, email musical episode. Yeah, the fan, fi- the fan, the <laughs> fan fiction episode. Yeah. Oh, is one of my all time favorite supernatural so episodes. <laughs> when, the, when they went, uh, when they went into the alternate universe where they were actually playing Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles, the actors. Oh my God. Yeah. Ultra meta. <laughs> and their, and their lives are so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah no, what a great show. Great all right. Show. We could scream about this all day. Damon, it's good to talk to you. Yep. Man. Same here. I'll talk to Bye, you guys bud. later. All right. Have a good one. Welcome aboard Jimbo. How are we doing brother? Great. Yeah. Uh, I'm, so you're I'm also, you're we're also skipping the football game. <laughs> Did no, you? no, I haven't. I mean, uh, you know, uh, th- this team, I just expect them to, to drop the ball and yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. Yeah. So, I'm very happy Joe's getting into horror films. I'm not a big horror film fan myself, but I do watch a lot of them. I'm glad Joe is finally taking the plunge. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, on my of my list of 43 horror films, uh, I've watched two, so I'm not really going full <laughs> bore here. Um, well, it's because I got di- I got distracted by Midnight Mass and, and Hill House, so I was watching horror. I just wasn't checking things sure. off my list. Sure. So I watched Halloween. But the first one I watched off my list was Malignant because I happened to notice the day it was leaving HBO that it was going to go away. Yeah. And let me tell you what, if you have not seen Malignant, that movie is a special kind of wild. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you can either you can either choose to go with it and like have a stupid good time. Or you can be like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I, yeah. Malignant's one of those things where it's like, was it good? No. no. Just, should it get an award for like, oh, really? The script's going to do that now? Like, yes. Right. <laughs> and, it's the, and it's also the sort of thing where like you <laughs> think no. it's also the sort of thing where you think you have it figured out in the first like 40 minutes. Right. And you'll be close. Just like the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just like the Jungle Cruise. 100% like wrong. You'll think you have it all figured out and you'll be a thousand percent wrong. And you'll go, God damn it. We're back in this Pirates of the Caribbean bullshit. <laughs> 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 oh, hate it. Okay. So let's see. Question of the week. God, this is really hard because a lot of the styles that you, that I read, you know, they're just one way through. So I'm a big fan of the, old the you know the old old guy badass kicking everyone's ass type of stuff Mm -hmm. um and then like high highly use of shading and the color black and how that's incorporated yeah nice but if you get like a a shading on some faces and stuff like that just kind of crazy um i'm a sucker for that every time and you combine the two with an old man always in berserk i would argue berserk nobody does shading better than berserk yeah the the pencil work in that book is there? I'm sorry, are, Matt. Like, it's pronounced berserk. That's what I'm saying. Berserk. 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 Oh, berserk. Okay. <laughs> not 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 berserk. It's pronounced berserk. That the art in that though, the cross hatching and the oh, yeah. that, that guy uses, and you can see his pencil work. 
Like you can picture the guy drawing it. Yeah, Almost, it's, it's just insane. It is it's so right. talented. Yeah, I mean, like, um, like I don't, I obviously don't know a ton about manga, but like, uh, like old style manga, right? Like fifth, fifth of the North Star type stuff, That's where it was very like very. Um, where uh, they were more realistic uh, right. anatomically, like figure drawings were. Oh, yeah. And and like those were like really shaded, you know, yeah. like really nice use of of Lone shading. Wolf and Cub is another really and good contrast. Example. Lone Wolf and Cub, yeah. 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 Um, as opposed to like that's another good great. Yeah, one. Blade of the Immortal, as opposed to like more modern. Oh, I guess they've been doing it forever, but like, um, things that people often think of first when they think of manga like one piece or bleach or, or naruto and that kind of thing yeah different that, styles, that style of drawing yeah yeah different style yeah and then one last thing like the craziest thing i i, I found was rooster fighter uh, i posted that on the forum uh, on the facebook yes wow. yeah i, I was wow. i got a kick out of the rooster fighter <laughs> so yes he fights kaiju yes he's a regular size rooster <laughs> he's like a point he sounds like Poyo from chew which if you've not read that jim uh it's he is a a cybernetic secret agent lucha libre rooster that yeah. fights giant monsters. Well, he was yeah, he was like a <laughs> cockfighting rooster that got injured and they rebuilt oh him. Goodness. They rebuilt yeah. him as a cyborg. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, like, he died and went to hell and fought El demons. Pollo. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, this one it's playing on the tropes of like 80s action films. Like the the opening panel is like him getting with another chicken and like leaving them to hurt in the morning. He's like I gotta go where the oh sure game. right yeah it's like sorry baby duty calls yeah yeah duty calls <laughs> I love it and it's just like it's like the stupidest stuff I it it, it doesn't outweigh its welcome it moves pretty quickly because I don't know if that would work for like there's only like I think twelve chapters out right now his but his cat his captain his captain's like I've had it with your shenanigans rooster fighter you're <laughs> off the force <laughs> like ask for his gun and badge and everything right <laughs> stupid shit. It, At it, least Booster Fighter it, gets results. <laughs> it, 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 it is wild when art like that is so amazing for something so like just a freaking rooster. Like basically, he he defeats the kaiju by cockadoodle doing vibrations and blows off their head. That's how you sure. do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Sure. You know, I mean, Sonic Sonic cockadoodle do right it, there. Yeah. Name just like One Punch Man, right? You, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, what he much. does? <laughs> he's right. the he's the best there is at what he does, and what he does is be a rooster that fights. Yeah, yeah it, it's. It's crazy. Just whoever thought of that is wow. I love it. (laughs) Jim, good to talk to you, man. Thank you, Jim. Love you too. All right. We got to get out of here. Uh, Yeah. Before we get out of here, chat, see what we got going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We got some love here for the Gargoax episode. I didn't realize it already hit. I've only seen the first episode of. Yeah. I've only seen the first two. So I'm behind. Uh, I didn't see that episode. Uh, the Dead Boy Detectives apparently showed up. That's super neat. Oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Tverdick says uh, his answer to the question of the week is that he could watch Bilkis Evely draw clouds or vapor or smoke all day long. I totally get what he's saying. He loves clouds. Uh, some artists are just really gifted at drawing. Yeah. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, Frank Cirillo thinks we need a Batman supercut comic that's just funny cape goofs. I agree. Jonathan Galliano just says hit monkey. <laughs> hit monkey. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just like it is. It's exactly what it says on the it's on the tin, it right? It's, yeah. it's, it is it's what it is. It's canned sausages. It's oh, like, yeah, it's a hitman monkey. Right. Yeah. I never cared for hit monkey. Unfortunately, they just never. I never uh, like I never really read it. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't like Daniel Way, but like I think the new cartoon looks good. Yeah. Um, 
that's another that's like the final hulu thing right i i thought yeah i mean and i thought modok was going to be the final hulu thing i didn't know yeah. hitman Hit monkey was actually happening but here we are editor's note we had an audio issue with part of our answers to the question of the week so the abbreviated version is my answer was when Chris Boccolo and Mike Mignola draw reptiles and amphibians into their panels. They do it all the time. Joe's answer was anytime someone has square fingers, very Kirby-esque square fingers, but not necessarily uh, Kirby doing it, which is super fun because it's an homage to Kirby. We did our answers first, and then we went to this voicemail from John Littrell, who introduces the new question of the week. And editor's note, Mix Master and Matt. Uh, I'm just calling in because I watched a fantastic movie this morning. Uh, that I, and, and Joe, I know that like you're not normally into horror films. You've said that you're kind of a baby about them. Uh, but I think it's one that you'll actually really enjoy as well. Uh, it's called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. And it, it came out earlier this year or late last year. I, I remember it coming out. Uh, but it has Jim Cummings in it. Uh, he writes and directs it. Not the dude that does Winnie the Pooh's voice, but a different Jim Cummings. You guys might be familiar with him. Um, and it has a bunch of people in it. It also has, uh, Ricky, uh, oh, I always forget her name, uh, from Garfunkel and Oates. Um, but it was kind of what I was expecting, but also not in like the most pleasant, wonderful ways. And I really recommend checking that one out. Um, but the real reason that I'm calling in is, um, this morning, I actually just stopped at a garage sale, and I, you know, I used to do that quite a bit, like years and years ago, and just driving by and so on. I noticed they had comics on the sign, and so I stopped, and uh, it was it was, was kind of great because I found all these really old Vertigo series. He was selling them for like uh, a quarter and fifty cents an issue, essentially. Um, and you know, they're they're not anything that I don't think is worth you know any great deal of money or anything like that. But it was a lot of stuff that I just wanted to read over the time, uh, like over the years, and I've never got around to like getting a collected edition or I, or I never found it. Um, and so I, I, I bought like 60, 70 bucks worth of comics this morning. It was awesome. Uh, so anyways, like what, what have you guys found at like auctions or, or, uh, garage sales or, you know, thrift finds and stuff just over the years that have been like, like just sticks with you in your memory? Like you remember like where you were at, what you were getting. Uh, and like, like every time you flip through your comics and you just see it, it's like, it's a memory for you. Um, anyways, uh, boys, I will, uh, talk to you later, except for Matt, stay out of my life. Full circle. So here it is. Question of the week. We want to talk about comics that you found anywhere but a comic shop. Okay. Any place that special that does not specialize in comics, thrift, yeah, shop. thrift stores, consignment shops, right. Garage sales, yeah. like Goodwills, that sort of thing. It'll be awesome. And I know I've already got like five. I can picture in like five different. Not eBay. Weird not places. Craigslist. Yeah. Not a con. No. This is some place that doesn't specialize in that stuff. And the Wolf of Snow Hollow. I want to watch that really bad because I love werewolf movies. I love them. Yes. And me too. Me too. Anything with like the traditional. Uh, trifecta of classic monsters, werewolves, Dracula's, Frankenstein. Next Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Next Wednesday, we'll be talking new comics and playing a little Ask a Nerd, and we'll be back here next Saturday to play cover to cover once again. But for now, my name is Matt Baum. 
My name is Joe Patrick. And just so you guys know, we're still friends after our Rocky episode where Joe threw a fit and fell in it. <laughs> this. I mean, when you betrayed me, you stuck a knife. Joe learned that not everybody Twisted has it. to have the same exact interests. That's all. You know, mm. we don't all have to like the same stuff, and that's okay. Nah, but I'm saying, like, if you don't like things are good, then I think you're suspect. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. I see. This is the Two Headed Nerd signing off. 